Hello, good evening. Welcome once more to the Love Pill. Here's your host, the Samaritan Woman. I'm sorry it's been a while since I have been on. I hope everyone is doing well. We are still dealing with the pandemic of the coronavirus. Um, And I am coming on today to talk uh, a little bit about... um, well, hopefully I'll get to talk a lot more than I am um, looking to, but I don't have much time today. I just decided to come in and record something um, just because it's been a while and I feel like I need to do at least one recording a week. So um, let us talk today about, well, in this series we're about to embark on, we're going to talk about depression spiritual attacks and evil spirits we're going to talk in the same light as this depression we're going to talk about suicide and preventative measures and um so it's going to be quite interesting we're, we're going to talk about a few different things and um i do pray that you tune in and uh please keep coming back um some episodes might not necessarily speak to you directly or maybe they'd speak to someone that you know. Um, so I really do welcome everyone coming back. And I welcome also your feedback. Um, well, let's let's just uh, kind of get it started here. Um, so right now with, with what's going on with the coronavirus, a lot of people are getting depressed. Um you know it's it's a lot to deal with not just so many people dying um but also it's a lot to deal with so many people losing it's it's a lot to deal with so many people losing their jobs um eventually seeing their their homes going into for, foreclosure because they cannot afford it um people wondering what's going to happen to them in the future you know, some people's lives have uh, changed tremendously because they might have lost the breadwinner in their family to this virus. And, you know, just a lot of things have changed um, in people's lives that with this virus, a lot of people are going to come out not being the same. So it's kind of, um, you know, as far as the depression goes, it's, and, and uh, before I even go into that, you know, with the confinement that people are in, having to be in confinement for a long time does something to people's psyche. People want to get out, especially people who are in confinement and have lost their jobs, don't have the ability to work from home. It begins to set in and it begins to get really hard. And it's like, oh, you know, life keeps happening, but these people don't have a source of income. They have no way of, um, you know, earning a living. And God forbid, should they lose family members or friends, loved ones in general, you know, um, how do they even contribute financially to support that person's family if they don't even have themselves? So it's just a time of general lack and need, and that is setting people into depression. Um, And I just want to encourage everyone tonight and let people know that, you know, you're not alone in this fight. It may seem like 
you know what right now god has forgotten about us we are a, a forgotten race we are abandoned we are you know i don't know what's the word i'm looking for but more like we're alone in this and i just want you to know we're not we're not alone in this um there's a lot going on spiritually that a lot of people may not understand um but i want everyone to exercise patience be patient be be calm stay calm in the midst of the storm um practice that um take up meditation take up prayer take up an art that maybe you excel in or maybe you're dabbling but don't really, really excel in you know it could be music it could be singing um for the people that are into video games get into your video games it may not be necessarily something um what's the word i'm looking for uh, a wild video game uh, uh it's not even wild i'm looking for i'm looking for uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for right now i just had a a brain freeze um a violent that's the word a violent video game but take time take time to you know spend time for yourself take time to enjoy the time with your loved ones and some of you may be away uh, on your own by yourselves um you know no company you're just by yourself so it's easy to get depressed in moments like that but you know don't allow that voice that evil voice in your head and if it comes in find an outlet to chase it out through by replacing it with something positive either a pe- a positive memory or to keep yourself busy doing something that will take your mind away from it um but don't feel that you are alone or, or that you are lonely even when you are alone physically you're definitely not lonely take that time um that you're spending by yourself right now and use that time to build yourself up use that time to think about what it is that you want out of life where do you see yourself going what do you see yourself doing what goals do you have in mind what dreams do you have in mind what would you like to achieve in life what would it take to achieve these goals these dreams this is the time to write it down in stone map it out take that time and do those things and some dreams may seem so far fetched right now where you're like oh my goodness i don't even know if i can do this this seems so unimaginable unfathomable but this is my dream write it write it down and then write down what it would take for you to get there and then take the little steps you know um whatever little steps you're able to take while in confinement say for instance if you want to you've been wanting to go back to school this is a time maybe you may not necessarily start school now but research what schools you want to go to what is it you want to study okay what schools offered what are your options what if you couldn't go into a classroom to study are you able to st- to study that online virtually how long will it take you are you willing to sacrifice that time not just the time it will take you to to actually sit down and study but the number of years months you know whatever it is to take to complete that course of education 
you know, um, chart, chart that out. If it is a home you're looking to buy, okay, what would it take you to, to buy that home? Um, is it your dream home? Is it a starter home? Um, is it just a project you want to get into flipping houses and selling them? Uh, is it um, a multifamily unit that you want to have one part of it for yourself, one part of it rented out? What are the laws about that? What does it take to secure one? Are there any available? How much do they run? Do the research. Okay, so this is how much they run. How much money do I need to put down as down payment? How much backup do I need to have in case I should lose my job so that I don't end up having facing foreclosure? Things like that. And then now, um, you know, another dream could be um, maybe you've always wanted to be a singer. Well, this might be your time to train your voice. This might be the time. Go online. There are so many great singers offering master classes right now. Voice co- vocal co- uh, coaches. Go online and listen to one of those and, and see which one um, goes with your spirit and, and, and subscribe to their class and, and take those classes. And there are other classes that are being given. Most of the Ivy League schools are giving great classes right now for free. And if you want a certification in whatever it is that you take, it's usually like about $100, unless it's something really, really, really expensive. But, um, you know, you could get some free lessons from Harvard and MIT and all these uh, great institutions. So go in and see what you can learn. Go in and, 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 you know, better your skills. You know, hey, you are an office worker who's always wanted to know something more about Excel or Word. You you know, you never got a chance to learn that because you've been working for so many years. It was, you know, when you joined the workforce, computers were not really a thing. And then uh, you were still using the typewriter system or whatever. Um, and then now it's like everything's on the computer and there are new programs coming up every day. You know, just recently I had to learn how to use Keynote. Um, which I didn't even really understand what Keynote was until I had to use it for a project and I had to study it and then be able to use it. So these are all things that you can do to better yourself rather than sit down and wallow in your miserable thoughts and think the thoughts of why me, why me, why me. Now that goes into the why me question. Hardship is something that builds character. When you go through the fire, you come out a better metal, stronger. The fire forges you. And in all honesty, nobody wants to go through the fire. Nobody. Nobody wants to, you know, it's not fun. It's not something anybody wants to do. And nobody wants to suffer. Nobody wants pain. But trust me, if... If what is in store for your earthly life is great, you will endure. You will have to endure a lot of things. And don't be a quitter. Do not quit it. Do not quit it. Please hang in there. Hang in there. Have hope. Have hope because better days are ahead. Better days are going to come. Things are going to get better. They always do. It's like the cycle of life is full of like, you know, hills and valleys, rise and falls. 
Um, so you could rise one moment and then you fall the next. Take your 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 pits, like you will take your highs, like you would take your mountains, um, in stride. And when you're up there, don't feel too proud because you're up there. Humble yourself, because any moment you come falling down, and then you'd be depressed. So stay humble, stay lowly is what I like to say. Stay lowly, stay meek. You know, um, these things help you out when things don't go right. When you lose your job, if you're able to be humble when you have the job, then when you lose your job, that humility, that humble spirit will carry you through. And I know what I'm talking about because I have been jobless a total of eight months in about 20 years. So I know what I'm talking about when I talk about joblessness. I know what it is to go from month to month paying your rent your rent late, not knowing how you're going to pay the next bill, um, being hungry, not knowing how you're going to put food on your table, and so on and so forth. I know these things, and I understand. It is not an easy plight. I get it. But please do yourself a favor and don't let that depress you. Because depression is like, you know, you know, when they, they say when you give a beggar a handshake, he wants an embrace. The devil is kind of like that when it comes to depression. Depression is that window that he needs. It's that little uh, mouse door that he needs to come in. And once he gets in through depression, he builds a palace. And before you know it, he's living in your in your head, your heart, your mind, your soul. And he is basically trying to threaten you into committing suicide and losing your life. So um, you don't want to give room to him. Um, you want to try to stay as far away from depression as you possibly can. And it takes a lot to be able to do that. It takes, you know, not just um, the, um, what should I call it, the medical aspect of it. Because, you know, that, that plays a huge part. But don't just rely on medical aspect, not just, um, and not to say that the doctors don't know what they're doing, they're doing awesome. Um, but that is to say that in addition to the medical aspect, look at the spiritual side of it as well. You know, the, the spiritual side plays a huge role as well. Because there are, if, if you think of the fact that there are, there's good in the world, then there's bad. And for as long as there's bad, then there's evil. Because if there's good, there are good spirits, there are evil spirits as well. Whether you agree to it, whether you disagree to it, that is your prerogative. I'm just telling you what it is. It is what it is. Um, and because of that, you're going to have issues. You're going to have, you know, you'll be, you, you, you will come across challenges in life which are attacks from the evil one and you know uh, um, it's not necessarily in all cases that somebody needs to lay hands on you but have the practice of prayer have the practice of prayer learn learn to, um, to pray channel your your intentions to God because there is a God there is a higher power and this is not to diss science the people that believe that 
um, you know, we came from some big bang. Um, in the course of how many million years, you know, I feel like some bang should be occurring someplace else um, at some point, and we should see it even in our lifetime because that had already been in motion. Um, if, if we think about the fact that there's more than there's a multiverse, um, as some believe, then in the in the pro, in the premise of the multiverse. There's supposed to have been a bang somewhere, and maybe we're too far to see that there's been another one. Um, you know, maybe not. That's something for a man of science to get into someday. But what I would like for us to do is, you know, have a way that have have a belief in a God. There is God. There is a supreme God who made you. Who is the Creator? He made us all. He made this. He made this universe. He made you. And um, if it is a Christian God, then you know that the, his word says that he made you in his image and likeness. So if God made you in his image and likeness, then you are a beautiful being. You are a powerful being too. So do not let the devil come to you and use you and put these thoughts in your head. Because suicide is like you get these thoughts, you know, and, and you start looking at things and things start looking like, there are possibilities to get you out. If it's not a bottle of pills, it is, you know, um, illegal drugs, overdose. It is, um, you know, suicide by hanging, um, you know, shooting yourself, you know, uh, um, oh, driving yourself off a cliff, jumping off a cliff, um, things like that. And, these are all ideas that are put into your head by the evil one. So may he not have that 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 permission to get into your head like that. Learn to shut him out. And the best ways to do that is for you to pray, to meditate, meditate on God's word, surround yourself with positive things, positive thoughts, positive affirmations, positive music positive just be your be in a space of positivity positive people and clear your heart clear your heart from bitterness from anger because these things hold you back and they are like weights they anchor you down and so when you're already down and all these things are weighing on you it's hard to get up so drop them drop them what is it that you've been done that's so wrong? You have been raped? I'm sorry to hear that, baby. I am really sorry. I'm sorry that somebody violated your body, violated your space, and took away from you something so precious. I really, really am sorry. And let, let me apologize on their behalf and tell you that I am sorry. And I pray that you heal from it. You'd be surprised what I have been through. Heal from it. Be made whole. Let it go. Don't carry that bitterness. It just bores a hole through your heart, through your soul. And it, like I said, it's like a weight. It holds you down. Don't carry that heavy weight. In French, they call it poids mort. Dead weight. Don't carry that dead weight with you. What is it? Is it your kid, your baby got shot? 
I don't have children of my own, but as a black woman, every black kid, every black man, every black boy that gets shot, I take it personal because I was raised to understand that as a woman, even when I don't have children of my own, every child is mine. That women, we are the mothers of the race, of the human race. We carry you people. We carry mankind. So for every black boy that is shot, my heart bleeds. Because each of these kids is my baby too. I do not have to have birthed them. I may not exactly feel the pain that the mother feels, maybe not, because I don't even want to imagine what kind of pain that is. But to you mothers, I want you to understand this. You will see your baby again. And I know it's hard that he's been taken away from you. At the prime of his life, he's been taken away from you. And in an unjustful, unjustified way, let me put it that way. I know it's hard and it hurts. And you want to, sometimes you feel like you need to just get a gun yourself and kill all these people that didn't give you justice and that killed your son and, you know, that hurt you and your family so bad. But I beg you to let it go. Let me, on the behalf of these people, on behalf of the person that murdered your son, on behalf of the justice system that failed you, on behalf of all the above, may I come in and say, I am sorry. Please forgive them. Forgiveness is a tool that gives you power. It gives you power to you, the forgiver. It gives you strength because when you forgive, you grow. Because guess what? That dead weight cannot hold you at the bottom of the pond. So you you don't only swim, but you, you rise and you float and if you if you if you just keep growing, you keep forgiving, you just keep growing, you may even soar. So please let it go. If you're listening to me today and you have been hurt, your husband left you. Your husband cheated on you. Your boyfriend of so many years cheated on you. He got someone pregnant in the course of your relationship. He disgraced you. He hurt you. And he never really did was uh, say he was sorry. Or even if he said he was sorry, he never really acted like he was sorry. He still did the same things. Let it go. That's his cross to bear. He needs to clear his soul of some things that he's dealing with. Be thankful that you're no longer dealing with these things. Forgive, let it go. It does not mean that by you forgiving this person, you necessarily have to be their friend. I might be a distance away from you and still wish you well 
and still say a prayer for you every now and then. We may not have broken up on the best terms, but I don't hate you. And we should learn to do that for one another. Do not carry that hate, especially as women. We are powerful beings. Don't carry hate and bitterness towards a man in your heart. You could ruin his entire destiny. You just don't know how much power you wield as a woman. You don't know it, so do not do that. Use that power in a positive way. Speak life. As you speak life unto him, life will be brought unto you and to yours. It be your sons, your daughters, your, your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, your sisters, your, your best friends. Do not carry the baggages. Don't carry that dead weight with you. Let it go. So you did everything for this man. You loved him so much. You even gave him a baby or two or three or four. And then he left you. He broke your heart. He couldn't keep his word. After he made love to you, you gave him your love, you gave him your heart, your soul, your body. And he disrespected all of that and he left you. He cheated on you. He lied on you. He disrespected you, knocked you up and left you. Maybe he even gave you an STD or two. Maybe one of those STDs are incurable, God forbid, but maybe that's what happened. And on top of that, he left you. Cry. Cry. Yes, cry so hard that your chest stops hurting because you have cried out all the pain. Cry. right channel those thoughts all those things you were going to tell him write them down but don't send them to him and on a good day write down the things about what you want to do with your life going forward even if you are facing an STD that is incurable it's not necessarily a death sentence We live in a world today where there are more people that are dying of cancer than there are dying of HIV AIDS. So, plan your life still. Choose to live out your dreams and live them out to the fullest. And you may be able to find love again. Or rather, love may find you again. But should love not find you, it's okay. So you're that woman who's lost babies. Or you've never been able to have babies. You've never been given that opportunity. Maybe no man has ever wanted to have kids with you. Maybe you had miscarriages. Maybe you, you know, one thing or the other. You just don't have babies. And so you're sad, you're angry, you're bitter. It is okay. There are babies that want to be adopted, that need to be loved. You've got so much love to give. Give that love to that baby. Do that. Give that love to that baby. 
There are older kids too that are in the foster care system that need help, that need parenting, that need adoption. Reach out. Reach out. So you're a veteran. You fought in wars and you saw some horrible things happen. Some things that my mind cannot even fathom. And now you're dealing with PTSD. You may have had to kill people. And now you're faced with the reality of life and you're living each day with that pain that you killed somebody, that you took away a life. On the flip side, you may have been a part of a gang when you were younger and you've had to kill people. And now you have to live with that. You have to live with the judgment, with the pain of having killed somebody. How do you do that? How do you reconcile that? How do you live with that weighing on your soul? Yeah, you may not be on death row. You may have been forgiven. Or you may be sitting on death row. How do you live with that? For the the soldier that is dealing with PTSD, how do you come back and let go of what you've done, of what you've seen, of what you've experienced out there? How do you let go of it? Are you able to sleep at night knowing that you killed so many people? Are you able to sleep at night knowing that while you were away fighting for your country, your wife couldn't take the loneliness and so she started sleeping with your neighbor, your, your best friend, that you came back and she left you by the time you got back and she took your kids away from you and now it hurts. Are you able to deal with that? When you thought you were doing the nation a service, now you have lost your most precious things. Don't despair. Don't give up. Yes, the Bible says thou shalt not kill. And now the blood of those people, you killed sometimes innocent civilians, maybe crying out from their graves and that keeps you up at night. But go back to God. The Bible says nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Nothing can separate you. Not even death. You're still alive, baby. Use that chance. Go back in. Well, I don't even know how to talk to God. Where do I start? Start from hello. Hello, God. Hello, God. My name is so-and-so. And I don't know what to say to you. But this is the problem that I have. I have these dark thoughts that cross my mind because I did these things. And, you know, I'm really sorry about what I did. And I wish I could take it back. But I I don't know how to take it back. And I've been told that I should bring it up to you. And I don't even know. I'm not really sure, you know, how you can help me here. But I'm bringing it back to you. Help me. God is a father. He understands. He knows what you're feeling. He knows what you're going through, love. So let him let him take let him take control of that. 
leave that in his hands let him take control of it let him let him mold you let him let him use you as he so sees fit you will be amazed amazed at how much god can do and how he can change darkness to light like that in the blink of an eye do not give up do not despair do not let that spirit come come into you and if it's already in you fight it rest in the word rest in the word i have been through some dark dark times in my life where i had to like take time away two hours sometimes a day lock myself up in the closet and pray and cry unto god and sing and just read and i would tell the holy spirit to lead me to where he would like me to read and he would lead me there and sometimes i'd understand the message and sometimes i didn't understand the message for days for years but slowly and surely i came out of the dark place Psalm 51 is a great psalm to pray when you have done something that you feel is unforgivable that you feel like oh my goodness god has every right to to kill me right now like um i i should be feeling this horrible because i'm just a horrible person Psalm 51 take it up and and it's a psalm for everybody too because we're all sinners all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god so take that psalm up and read it and let let god come through and it may not be an instant answer because sometimes he wants to see how faithful you are he wants to see that you're sincerely sorry so be persistent with it chase him like you would chase a woman you you're attracted to you know where you see her today and you're like hey and she just walks past and you're like the next year you're like hello she's like hi and then the day after that you're like hi my name is John and she's like hey my name is Mary and then the day after that you're like hi Mary how are you and she's like she acts like she doesn't know you she just walks past and then the day after that you're like hello Mary how are you and then she's like hi John and then the day after that again you go hello Mary how are you and then she's like hi John how are you I'm good thank you and then now you say well I'm fine thank you I'm having a great day how's your day going now you push it up a little further and a little further and some days she might answer you and some some days she might not and some days till the point where you finally get to you know getting the answer of will you be my girlfriend my wife my fiance whatever and um she finally says yes yes sometimes you might have to ask her out a few times before she finally says yes so with that same persistence <laughs> that it'll take you to to follow to chase a girl for years till you get her why don't you chase god like that seek him like that you know um the suicide is you know these spirits take over you they they come over your mind and um you know it it's it's really really sad you know the medications help you the therapy helps you because they're all things that deal with 
you know, how you're feeling. Um, so definitely, you know, go get help medically as well. If you need to go see a shrink, go speak to, um, therapists, um, you know, um, if necessary, be on medication, but don't be on medication full time or for a long time. Try to look at the medication, something that you're going to get out of pretty soon because you don't want to be dependent on it. You want to be able to fight through it and, and come out on the other end. And some people become reliant on weed or stuff like that. Um, you know, it's, and, and whatever coping, coping mechanism you've got to deal with it, to cope, um, try as much as possible not to make that a crutch. Let that be like a, a walker when you've been injured and then to help you eventually be able to walk on your own two feet someday. Um, not something you'll rely on for the rest of your life. Um, so do that. Do that. Um, you know, get the help that you need, professional help that you need, but on your own special time, on your own downtime, on your own alone time, work on yourself spiritually, fight those forces, build yourself up, read the scriptures. You know, Psalm 91 is a good one as well. Um, read the scriptures, just, just fortify yourself, strengthen yourself, you know, read about the armor of God. And every night before you go to bed, put on the full armor of God. Put on the full armor of God because that is your protection. You know, that is your protection. And, and you should be, you know, doing that every night as a practice. If you haven't done it before, start doing it. Start doing it. You know, cover yourself with the blood of the Lamb. That's Christ. Cover yourself with the blood of Christ. And, um, you know, hang on to that and protect yourself and that will keep you away from these attacks now this podcast is getting really long so i will talk some more about this um spiritual attacks and evil spirits next time um hopefully it should be soon i i would hope uh if not then it's gonna it's gonna come on it's gonna happen but we're going to talk. We're going to we're going to go into the, into it. This is going to be a probably a very long, uh, long series um, as we get into spiritual attacks and evil spirits. And uh, please pray for me as you listen to this, because I know they are going to come for me because there are some things that I want to put out that I know. And I pray that I'm able to put them out. May God grant me the strength, the fortitude, the protection that I need and as well as a sound mind to be able to give it to you in a sound respectful way Um, I thank you so much for listening now if you are facing any crisis right now you feel like you may be having suicidal thoughts um, there is a national suicide prevention lifeline their number is 800-273-8255 that's for those Um, who live in the United States. Um, Again, the number is 800-273-8255. And that is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline or Lifeline. Um, They also have a website. It's called suicidepreventionlifeline.org. 
Again, it's suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Please go on there. Call them. Um, They will not judge you. Please reach out. And like I always say on this show, if you have any prayer requests, you just need someone to talk to. I'm no expert. I'm no therapist. But I am a sister who would love to join her faith to yours and pray with you and pray for you. So please reach out. Do not hesitate. This is a no judgment zone. And you don't even have to be Christian to reach out. Actually, you could be, you could be, uh, you know, totally agnostic, um, atheist, whatever it is that you are. Um, I respect you because I see my creator in you. And I look at you with the eyes of love that God has given me. And so please come through. Um, if you're listening on Anchor, you could leave me a voicemail on Anchor. On the other platforms, I'm not so sure. Um, at some point, I will have time to develop an email address and uh, hopefully a website for uh, the love pill through which you can reach out and leave messages as well. But in the meantime, that's the only way that I can be reached. Please do not hesitate. You can stay anonymous. But please reach out if you just need a talk, you just need a friend, um, you need a, a hug. By the way, let me give everyone a really big virtual hug right now. Just reach out and just hug you all. I really, really love you. I may not have ever met you, but I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. Um, I pray that you are well. To those in the hospital, as well as those at home in quarantine currently battling the coronavirus, let me pray for you tonight. Father God, I call upon you. I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you thanks because, Lord, your word says that in everything we should give thanks. Father, in things that we don't even understand, you know, your word says that we should be thankful for our infirmities. So the people that are sick right now, Father, we give you thanks for them, even though it doesn't make sense for us, even though we don't understand what is happening right now. But we lift them up before you, Father God, that everybody, everybody that is dealing with this virus, that is battling their way, trying to survive, trying to breathe, Father, may you heal them. I speak healing unto everyone listening. Whatever ailment it is that you're dealing with, I speak healing unto you. I speak healing of your mind, body, and soul. I speak complete restoration. As you deal with suicidal thoughts, with depression, I speak that you be released from it. In the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, the one true Christ, through through whom all good things come. I speak complete and total liberation. The Bible says that God is a God of battle. He's a God of war. It also says that he is a strong tower. His name is a strong tower and the righteous run unto it and they are safe. Run into that tower. Be safe. 
I pray for a hedge of protection to surround everyone that's listening to me. A hedge of protection to surround all of your loved ones, your families during this time. That this virus does not come anywhere near you. May that hedge of protection be around you all the time. A hedge so high that nothing can penetrate it. I pray for angels to go out tonight to everyone in every hospital, everyone in confinement and quarantine that is dealing with the coronavirus. I speak healing unto you. To all the people in the media that have caught it, I don't know you personally, but the fact that you have shared with the world, with the world that you have caught it, I speak healing unto you. to a very special little young man. And I'm going to say this portion in in Spanish. Sabes que eres como un hermano para mí. Así rezo si un día escuchas ese mensaje. Rezo que por ese momento actual donde Estás con el coronavirus. Que Dios te cura. Que Dios te protege. Y que el amor de Dios te guía y te guarde. En el nombre de Cristo. In the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, the one true Christ, Yeshua. I pray, amen. All right, well, thank you so much for listening. Um, It has been a pleasure being with all of us tonight. And I'm sorry that I don't come on as frequently as I would hope to. But I pray that um, for the times that I do come on, I be a blessing on to each and everyone that listens. I thank you all for listening. Have a very lovely time. Please do come again. Remember, this podcast is available on all podcast platforms. So if you don't have the Anchor app, please download it. If you don't have space to download it, you cast off of Google Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Spotify, you name it. They all carry this podcast. I love you. Thank you for listening to The Love Pill. Once more, here is your host, The Samaritan Woman. I love you.